Trike limits, trike limits, where are their trike limits? None that's Silverstone apparently, especially cops. Mm. Mm. British Touring Cars back at Silverstone, really fun race weekend, but mm, a few dodgy driving standards. Tom, Nick, enjoy it? Oh yes. Oh it, yeah, it was, it's always enjoyable, but it was mm. a little bit frustrating at times as well. Yeah, I think at one point there was a camera shot of about eight cars off at cops at once, <laughs> all fighting. And you're like, what are you doing, boys? There is a line there. Yeah. The, the thing with that bit, I know we're jumping around, but you started it, Colin. Uh, <laughs> they're supposed to, they can run off there like one or two times, something like this, before getting a warning, before getting a penalty. But on that particular lap, everybody just used it. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks so embarrassing. Yeah. And in theory as well, they should be able to run wide slightly, but they run massively wide, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, oh, I was a wheel over. It's, I was six car widths over. <laughs> yeah. I've got some other thoughts about it, but I'll save it for later on the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the penultimate weekend of the British Touring Cars. I think Turkington went into this in the lead. He did. Um, yeah, he didn't leave that way. But No. Oh, uh, yeah. Poor boy. Bad weekend. So I think going in, safe to say, four-way title fight. Mm, yes. Now maybe three and a half. Yeah. Uh, going yeah. into the final round of Brands Hatch in two weeks' th- time. Or a week, sorry. I think it's over for Turkington, but there you go. Did either you watch qualifying? Yes. Good. I did you... not, but Tom did. <laughs> Good. Tom can talk about qualifying now. Tom, oh, right. what happened? It was a 30-minute session in a grey Northamptonshire racing circuit. I've run out of steam already. Uh, what happened was Rory Butcher got pole position, which was the first time he'd got pole position since last year at Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Which, if you look at the Toyota Corolla, it's like a stubby profile and the M Sport engine, which apparently is very slow, and he went and got pole position. So that kind of put a lot of people's arguments to bed, I think. Uh, clearly, it's to do with um, teamwork, mm-hmm. because he also got collard slipstreaming, uh, at certain times helping him out with a toe but also maybe the installation or how the engine breathes which is down to the team clearly at this straight line focus track but just smashed it but it was only very close ahead of Jake Hill and Adam Morgan so a couple of BMWs up there what I would say is that uh, Rick Parfit was a bit of a liability blocked uh, <coughs> Butel on a flying lap but because it was Butel I don't think anyone cared I think that's the qualifying rules in British Touring Cars <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was it was a story of teamwork. So so all the top sort of teams, I would say, had were sacrificing one car to give others a toe. So Jelly was ahead of Hill, was ahead of Turkington, and that was their train to try and get slipstream. Uh, Kamish, the entire session had Sutton just behind him. He had qualified him, but obviously he had more hybrid boost. And uh, the Toyotas were also playing on it. But I thought of note that Ingram who was a fourth, very quick, he was flying solo, despite having three teammates, quote-unquote, and none of the BTC cars helped each other out, which probably explains uh, Cook in 12th, which is still good considering their straight-line speed battles all year, and Jason Plato down in 19th. Uh, other than that, the only thing to note of was Gamble broke down in the session and caused a red flag, so that was probably why he was far down the field. Still 17th, it, it was better than last, despite his quickest lap time being deleted for causing a red flag and not being able to rejoin. And also, Dan Robottom, well down here. Now, he set two laps. His two quickest laps early on were both deleted for track limits, and then he never really recovered. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but not a good session for him. And then there was a little moment where Chilton and Aaron Taylor-Smith collided, seemingly. Otherwise, quite straightforward. Mm. Well, Plate will get his 98th... 99th and 100th win next time out, just to round it off. What, f- win all three? Yeah. He's got to get to the 100 before he goes. Yeah, but unfortunately people have been saying that for a couple of years now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we say it every preview for the year. Okay, he's going to get to 100 this year. Yeah, it's not happening. No. I can't see it happening even if he stays for another two or three years. Yeah, he's just not that... got that pace anymore, is he? That outright pace, anyway. He had it at Snetterson. It was like a the final throws of a someone on the death, deathbed. You know when they go, oh, actually, I feel all right, and then five minutes <laughs> later they die. Yeah. To be to be fair, it's harder now to win, as we've seen this year, with no ballast and 
the reverse grid not being as powerful. Mm-hmm. But he's not even um, in the positions often enough for the reverse grid draw. No, no. But even it's not like yeah, someone really fights stands. through. Yeah, but poor Jason. So on a race one. Yeah, all hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a messy weekend. Mm. Um, it, it felt yeah. it felt like an end of season. We really don't need these cars much longer. Uh, kind of weekend, but so race one, Butcher got away well, and Sutton dropped a few places off the line. Ingram then managed to take Brute, uh, Morgan round at Brooklyn's for third, and there was a bit of a fight with Collard and Camish. First couple laps were kind of quiet, and then it all started to to kick off. Ingram went up the inside the off field on Hill, gave him a bit of a push, and then that just opened the door for everyone to try and come through. I ended up being three wide going into cops, and this one annoyed me. So they're three wide going into cops with Hill, Ingram, and Collard. Collard was on the outside. Mm-hmm. And he just drove straight off the track, kept his foot in it, and jumped two places. Yeah. To go well, to fourth. It was like, but he, if you run that far away, you shouldn't be able to keep your foot in it. Yeah, definitely. And then it's just an ongoing thing, isn't it? We saw the same thing at Thruxton. Uh, not in the same way, but in people taking liberties with track limits and gaining from it. It's so, just, yeah. Lifting the curtain on this podcast production process. Before <laughs> your computer was able to boot up, Colin. Yeah. I said, oh, I was really angry. This this move by, annoyed me. So I'm glad that you came on there without discussing and said the same thing, basically. <laughs> okay. It's completely unacceptable. It's, deli- it's a deliberate overtake off the track. And as we come on later, I don't want to jump ahead, there's an incident where Collard gets pushed wide by Kamish, right? And Kamish has been reprimanded. But Collard shouldn't even be ahead of him. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's, or was he already ahead of him? It, it, either way, he shouldn't have been in that position in that moment because... He's con deliberately off track to overtake, for the se- for the second race in a row actually, second round. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I, I, if you're three way going at the cops and you're outside car, like you you put yourself back in that position, it. you need to back out. Yeah, but he just kept his foot in it and then yeah, gained. I think he ended up losing them pretty quick. Yeah, so basically, Kamish smashes into the back of him at the next mm. corner. Mm-hmm. Um, down at Brooklyn's, but the the you don't really see a clear replay of it. I think we're on board Ingram, low down, who gives Kamish a bump draft, and then Kamish just doesn't stop for the corner, wipes out Collard. You can't really see it on camera, but you yeah. see sort of the aftermath. And that's what Kamish has got reprimand for, and Collard lost a lot of positions. But yeah, like I say, Collard should not have even been in that position. No. And then that incident with Kamish is the one that pretty much wiped mm. out Colin Tuckington's title hopes. Yeah. Um, so as, as I think it says Collard rejoining ends it up he joins back in before Luffield and it ends up squeezing up the, the back of cars that is there and I didn't see who Turkington collected, was it Morgan but he got a tap and spun him round and it dropped him to last basically it was Josh Cook or was it Cook? yeah it looks, when I looked on the replay it's um, Turkington moved slightly left to avoid what was going on ahead and that turn left put the rear of his car just in on the front of Cook's bumper which is why he suddenly speared to one side so yeah I don't blame Cook for that at all no I don't I almost feel like Colin was slightly overreacting a bit as well there to Collard to be joined being a bit mm-hmm. tentative but yeah anyway that put Colin back down in the pack yes which is not where you need to be be getting ruined one more mm-hmm. Oh, Jackson, they had a big moment at Brooklyn's, and then... I think he got punted. He did. (laughs) Yeah. He held it well. There was a few of these. He held it quite well. And then at the same corner, we saw Dan Lloyd run into the back of Chilton. So Chilton runs off, which (laughs) I thought was a bit naughty between teammates. Lloyd is, like, slashing the back of him. I I think he's out-breaked, genuinely out-breaked him, but then it's, like, magnetised, isn't it? Yeah. He got away with it, though, because the commentator played Butel. So... (laughs) That seems to be the standard thing. I must have been Jack Butel at causing that. <laughs> you can understand well, why, though. Yeah. 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 Actually, uh, I did notice that in that Jackson manoeuvre, you could really hear the tyre screeching. Mm. I know before mm. off air, you were saying, Nick, that you felt the audio balance was a bit off. But now, now I come to think of it, you could hear 
the tyres more than usual. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought the commentators were a bit quiet, that was all for this weekend. Just the audio balance seemed a little bit towards the track too much, mm. but... Not the end of the world. No. There were some nice moves at Offfield all weekend. I mean, the mm-hmm. next one I've got no idea was Shedden put a switch back on to Camish. Yeah, Perfect. that was lovely. There was a few of those and that was a nice one. Still and got that, it. Yeah, I moved oh, them yes. up to fourth. And then, then I've got noted seven cars go off at Cops all at once. <laughs> and then, I had six, but you might be right. It might be seven. <laughs> I just wrote well, a large Moffitt, flotilla. Moffitt's. Sorry? I just wrote a large flotilla. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be argued if Moffitt's on or off, because he's sort of on the line. Yeah. Mm. In the camera car, whoever it is. Is it Jackson Osborne. Or, oh, is Jackson. It Osborne? Well, it looks like he's maybe just clung on. But... They're all good. Everyone's off just for some random reason. And mm. then I think coming straight into Beckett's after that, Moffat then gets spun because uh, Butella's sandwiched in between him and Edwards. Yeah. So they all go off and end up all arriving at a corner completely out of position. Yeah, somewhat inevitably. Like because they've carried more momentum than they should do, that's ended mm-hmm. in a crash. Yeah. And Moffat's ended up and some of them are... the back. Yeah, and some of them are like. You... That they're that we said earlier. They're so far wide. They're actually almost up to the gravel trap. Yes, <laughs> which, which yeah. does lead to my other point that I was thinking of with this. Should we have gravel back at cops? As in, by the side of the track, not so far away as it is now. Why did they change it? Don't know. It's about ten years ago now. Modern F one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could be motorbikes. No, no, because motorbikes like a bit of gravel. Yeah, I think it was done on safety grounds for F1 when they just basically started introducing car parks everywhere. <laughs> uh, I suppose. What's the, what's the logic that if you have a moment you can catch it and stay in the race? Something like this. I think so, yeah. But for me, it's the other way. If you have a moment, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> park, park it in the sand. Yeah. There was a... Mm. A year in the early nineties of British touring cars, where they had gravel still mm. at Silverstone, and uh, was it? Ah, I forget the year. Ninety four, ninety five ish. I'm going to say ninety four, and um, there was actually a big pileup in the gravel. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so maybe we should recreate that. Yeah. Well, it, it, it solves the uh, overtaking off track issue. Yeah, it's just annoying, isn't it? Because it's. It's not a one-off. It's most laps, and it's not slightly wide. It is ridiculously wide. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want it to be so. When every time someone goes a millimeter off track, they get a warning. But hmm. you want a better standard because otherwise you end up just looking like IndyCar at Kota, where they just ignore <laughs> half the corners. <laughs> yeah, and get away with it. Then Turkington. After all that, his, his weekend really goes to to pot. Mm-hmm. There's it looks like well, so Butel looks like he tries to get a move on Creaso, and uh, <laughs> completely makes a mess of it and pushes Creaso out. Um, just doesn't make the corner. Mm-hmm. Then one of the Fords try and nick up the inside of both of them for the outside of the off field, and then we're riding on board by a camera car and. Tuckerton then tries to go up the inside at all. It's just a mess of cars because of that move from Butel and then Tuckerton gets a hit, spins around. Mm. Which initially didn't think it was his fault, but then looking at it, it's like, why are you trying to nick up the inside of that wedge? Yeah. He's probably just trying to get back as quick as can, but it's not the place to do it. Yeah, and we we don't see an off board shot that's clear. So we're kind of relying on that onboard. So I don't know if he was avoiding something behind or he had to nick, but it just looked a bit strange for him to dive up the inside. It's not really mm. like him. I think they retired him at this point, didn't they? Pretty much. I think he went back out later on just to check the car mm-hmm. and maybe to get a couple of positions on the grid for the next race. But yeah. I noticed to me as well, like Patel's move is half assed, but. When he's trying to get himself off the side of Crusade, I feel like he's got too much left lock on at that point. He does straighten it up, but he's almost coming across a bit too left, mm. causing that sandwich a bit there, that pincer movement. That's ah, just unfortunate for Turkington. That's the defining moment. Because yeah. actually, what, what we were saying earlier with Plato, 
with where it's harder to get back through the pack than it, with hybrid than it was ballast. That, you know, well, there you go. That sums up the rest of Turkiton's weekend. Mm. Hmm. Well, he's putting himself in a position where he needs three race wins at Brands Hatch. I mean, Jason Plato has done it before, but I just don't see it this time. There's got to be an instant in race one for all yes. of his yes. <laughs> title rivals to actually help him out. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, midway point of the race, and Hill seems to have got his tyres fired up eventually and closes in on Butcher. Then Ashan gets spun into gravel at Beckett's after contact with Ollie Jackson. Well, does anyone have uh, an opinion on that one? It looks like Han turned in on Jackson. Oh, moved over on him, I thought. Uh, yes, I I agree with that as well. So I agree it looks like that, but I have an alternative version of events. Ah, alternative facts, lovely. No, no, no. The definitely <laughs> Hand doesn't see... Uh, yeah, alternative facts here. Hand doesn't see Osborne and turns in. No question. Not denying that part. But should Osborne even be there? Uh, because... Now, the replay starts a bit too late. But if you freeze it right when the replay starts, which I'm trying to do right now, <laughs> it looks like Osborne's coming back on the track from abusing track limits, potentially. Hmm. So imagine if Osborne's run wide through cops and got a run. Hand might not be expecting him on the left. Now, it's still Hand's fault. He should be looking in his mirrors and be aware of that. Yeah, that's what you mean. But And it's not clear. It's not clear, so... I'm just wanting. I'm not saying that I think that's happened, but there's a I don't know, ten percent chance that Osborne could have been getting a run from running off the track there, which is another reason, another reason for a gravel trap. Just put a wall. Yeah. No sense yeah. all day if there's a wall. Birmingham Super Prix, bring it back. Oh yes. Safety car then, and I have nothing else to note for this race because how how couldn't get past uh, Butcher for the race. Well defended, but I don't really have anything else that happened. If you guys do, no, just Gamble got the meatball flag for his splitter dragging along the floor. No, I didn't see how that happened though. I'll add a note down here that forget about using hi- how much hybrids left. It's all about who's got enough track limit warnings left. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I noticed that uh, off kind of off camera, uh, Ingram got past Camish. Oh no, it was on camera. Ingram got past Kamish at one point. Um, which didn't help Sutton, I guess, losing a position there. Uh, uh, Sutton was let through by Kamish as well. It wasn't at the same time, was it? Uh, no, it was a different time. But All right. That was right at the end. Earlier on, yeah. on lap 8, in- Ingram mugged Kamish. Ah, I see. Then, also, the other small thing I've got is that Cook, towards the end of the race, his position thing wasn't working. Uh, yeah, I did notice that in the middle of the race at one point. Right, Start. yeah. Um, oh, no, that was Camish I saw it with. Ah, okay. So I noticed it with Cook, and I was like, mm. oh, is he retired? And we've not seen it. But then he was in the results. So I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay, on to race two then. And uh, this time it was bad starts from both Hill and Ingram. Adam Morgan managed to get up into second. Aidan Moffat was pushed wide at the start, going round Beckett's, whatever you call it, going on a higher straight. Then see Gordon Shedden got the inside of both Hill and Morgan's into Brooklands and Sutton, that opened the door for Sutton to sneak through as well. Mm. So Gordon got up to second with that move and then Sutton fights the BMWs all the way down to Maggots and ends up in fourth. There was, uh, there was moments in this weekend where Shedden showed pace and aggression that he used to show. Yep. It's just it doesn't seem to have it every weekend with that car and I'm yes. wondering if the car yeah is well, it's, it's a ro- bit aged now well Robottom's been next to nowhere for most weekends recently mm. well like I say in qualifying doesn't seem to be there yeah sorry sorry that's so bad I'll be cutting you up all evening on you go uh, yeah well in qualifying he had these lap deletions but even then he was mm. not up there but then the whole weekend I don't know if we saw him once really no I don't not remember really, seeing no. him he didn't make Thank any you. progress. I mean, in race one, I think he finished 18th. So he started 18th and finished 18th. It's not good. Yeah, I think they're going to have a big rethink on that car over the winter. I hope they they find enough sponsors and budget to build a new car with a, the, the the new Honda Civic that's available. 
mm. soon. It's a nice looking car. Yeah, which technically under skin is actually bears a lot of similar parts to the old one that's currently using touring cars. Hmm. But um, the FK. Yeah. So I don't actually know the model code for the new one yet, but I'm sure if it, it is in commentary, uh, British touring cars next year, the commentary team will mention it every available opportunity. But, <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, I'm wondering if that's just an opportunity to. Uh, I wish Honda backed them so they could get the, mm. the budget together to. Um, get a new one maybe get quicker next move I had noted then was Sutton Sutton put on a huge block on Adam Morgan on the higher yeah. state yeah. and I think he ended up picking up damage on his Naughty. left rear I thought that was pretty poor I'm surprised he got away with that one because there was contact I'm sure it damaged his car but that could have been that could have been bad mm. going towards Brooklyn's it was far too late but the, the, you've, he's already lost the position. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Morgan's got the run on. And it's very, very, very lucky he didn't end up in the wall with a massive crash and ending the season. Because, uh, yeah, 2005, Plato and Chilton were fighting for the lead in a similar scenario, and Plato turned round Chilton down that straight. He managed to survive, but it was very reminiscent of that. There's an overlap and a run, and Sutton's reacted too late. So I was really not a fan of that move. Bad move number two of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah, they kept talking about Sutton maybe getting a meatball flag, but I thought it was just these. Mm. I think it was the wheel arts that was hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. There was grounds for argument there, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. If someone, definitely. You know, BMW could have lodged a protest or something, I don't know. Kev Magnuson on the radio. <laughs> Ingram then takes fifth from Adam Morgan and. Uh, Jake Hill then takes Shedden off camera. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever didn't see a replay, no, but I assume right. he did it did round at Brooklyn's. Mm. It was at Laffield. So yeah, yeah Brooklyn's Laffield. Mm. Dexter Patterson's then off, exit Laffield, there's a gaggle of cars and something happens. And he uh, him he ends up off in the gravel and I think there's a Cooper off as well at the same time. Yes, Nick but, Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton had a few bumps. Uh, Rick Parfit, who was getting live interviewed in the car and <laughs> everything, he got bumped off, I think, uh, later in this race by Hamilton at Brooklyn's as well. While I was being interviewed, I didn't spot that. No, 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 he was being interviewed during one of the safety oh, car. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Not while Hamilton hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, wait, I completely missed this. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, safety car, restart, not much happens, but then Hill set us up a real over switch back on Butcher to take the lead mm. on lap 12 into Cops. Yeah, and that was another one that he set up quite well. Yeah, no, that was a lovely one. It was very similar to the Shedden one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just well set up. Then Adam Morgan gets around outside the Ingram at Offfield. Bravo. We're riding on board with Ingram and the commentators go, ah, oh, that's Morgan away now and then they cut off one. Oh no, he's away. He's he's a bit mm. beside them. Yeah. And he manages to uh, get around outside, going into cops, but Ingram just manages to hold on to the, the position at that point. But I thought that was yeah. that was brave and mm. a good attempt from uh, Morgan because did you notice every time Ingram was in that going through Offfield? And we're riding on board with the camera. It was basically he had two wheels on the grass on the inside. Hundred yeah, percent, definitely. And they exit that. So he, Morgan must have spotted that and thought, "Well, I'll just go around, around you then." Mm. Uh, yeah, that I really wanted that move to pull off because it was yeah, the best near the move. Mm. It helped Ash out though, didn't it, Ash Sutton? Because it gave him that little bit of breathing room mm. for a little while. Mm. Then Ricky Collard's awful season keeps going mm-hmm. um, he's in the gravel and the car's burning he then runs back to try and kill the edge and inhales a whole load more fumes and he <laughs> looks like he's suffering after it yeah I'm surprised he got that car out for a race for you yeah, yeah I, I was shocked about that mm. he the team to get that thing out because yeah. he was trying to open the bonnet and you're like don't open the bonnet yeah. just, that thing will blow I don't know if he had just parked on the gravel because he was on fire or if he had got knocked there. Uh, I, th- I think he parked for the fire. but I, I know yeah. it's a fractured fuel line, but I don't know if that was caused from damage mm. or... Right. Run away the corpse, maybe. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's not a clean <laughs> replay. <laughs> there's not a clean replay of him 
But if you watch the footage on that lap in the background, he starts slowing down and smoking on the pit straight. Mm-hmm. And so I guess he just, yeah, finds the nearest gravel, which is a bit too far away from where it should be. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's all I've got from race. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got from race two. Hell wins from Butcher and Shaden gets a podium. Hey, I'm going to do fastest lap. Any more for this race you guys want to pick up on? Not really, no. George Gamble managed to get back to 20th. Hey. Because he didn't finish in the first race. Yeah. I, I was also going to say that, apart from Gamble Watch, there's, um, Turkington was very nearly into the top 12. Mm. It could, yeah. it yeah. could see the top 12, 12th position on the final lap, or penultimate lap even, and it was just, ah, didn't quite get there. At least it wasn't drawn out for him. That would have been the killer True. for him, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which I did he- say, Alan Gow's making the draw, so 12th is guaranteed. <laughs> but it wasn't. No. I mean, uh, Turnham, I think he was only 0.15 behind to Chilton crossing the line. Mm-hmm. So he would have been raging. But yeah, it was. Um, what's his name now? It was Adam. No. It was Alan Gow doing the draw, as you said. He was. And uh, he pulled out, I think it was at 8, Josh Cook yes. yep. from mm-hmm. Paul. But he was also talking about losing the Genetas. So oh, the yes. Genetas are gone from Toka Package from next year, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but he says that they're looking for a new junior series for 2024. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I wasn't sure if sort of just spitballing it would a some form of TCR work as a junior competition. Oh, I think it would, but I don't think. Um, Gow previously, anyway, has been open to TCR cars being anywhere near it because he wants to set apart the British touring cars. Yeah. It will just lead to a lot of comparisons of, oh, look, they're only half a second behind and so much cheaper. Yes, that was my thinking for why it would work as juniors, but yeah, I see what you mean, because yeah. it's cheaper for them to get involved in it. Yeah, that's all 1010 forum talks about mm. how but much cheaper a TCR car is. 2024, though, so what's happening next year? Yeah, so this was a big surprise for me, because I thought, oh, we should talk about Genetics, and then when you watch the, the Gao ball drop, it's uh, <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> that um, he says, "Oh, I'm looking for a replacement at 24." You're thinking, "Oh, was mm-hmm. this last minute then?" It certainly sounds it. Well, that's the question. What's going to if you go to a town car race next year? Now, what are you going to see in the timetable? You're going to see minis. You're going to see F4, Porsches F4. That's it, isn't it? That's yeah. it at the moment. I'd quite like to see some historic racing thrown in. Yeah, whether track. that's touring cars or just historic. In general, just an existing historic series that moves on to the Toka uh, roster. Is Andy Jordan still doing his classic minis? Yeah, Probably. yeah. Well, I don't know if he races in it, but his team makes them. I think. Mm. There you go. The classic minis are brilliant. They're at Thruxton, haven't they? Before been on it before mm. and stuff. Yeah. Also, yeah. the not classic but not current minis were obviously at Thruxton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they go to Scotland, they sometimes have that category as well, right? Yeah. Or they have done over the years. At uh, Knock Hill a few years back, they did one where it was like a mixed uh, historic race, and that was great. <laughs> oh, right. I can't, there was definitely minis in it, and there was definitely a few other types of cars, and that was great to watch. Uh-huh. But well, they're going to need to have something new mm-hmm. next year because if you if you get, I think, four... Yeah, you get four junior events at the weekend, four GT4s normally. Mm-hmm. Um... And if you wipe all those out of the calendar it's, or the timetable, it's a pretty bare day. Yeah. Mm. Not that people are going for that, but while you're there, you need no. somebody to watch. Yeah. It makes me think about the TV coverage as well. Like, You know, it's been an ITV1 a few times this season. Yeah. Like, do they just have, like, all the BTCC races live on ITV1 and then support stuff's on 4 or maybe yeah. not even live? I don't know. If they can't find a a slot, and it would, it is going to be a, bad to see Genetic go. But I think it it kind of does make sense for them to move on to a GT Sport package because it is a GT events pretty much that they do. But money wise, they must be getting something more from it because you would think they'd be losing a lot from the TV exposure they're not going to get anymore. This is a great point. We don't know. We can only speculate about mm. the money involved, but. The 
TV exposure for the British GT Championship, which this would be now a sport of, both mm-hmm. Ginetta series. Like it's nothing. It's nothing like the British touring car. No. Oh um, no, it's, it's it's yeah. It's not. It's not great to watch either. Yeah. Yeah. True. So so. Then I was thinking though, but does Ginetta need that for the sponsors to for the entrance? Because for Junior, it's just a load of rich parents, right? Yeah. There's no there's no driver pitching for sponsorship for Junior really. I mean, I'm sure there will be some, but like, you don't see fully liveried up cars unless it's like a family business or a family friend or something. Yeah, there's the odd ones, isn't there? But that's it. Yeah, so it's a different business model because they're people going from karting into the first sort of competitive car race series at the age of 14, 15, 16, whatever it is. Mm. So, you do you need sponsors on the cars? I'm not sure you do. And then the um, the GT4 based cars, which I forget the name of that championship. Yeah, which is being scrapped as well, isn't it? They're replacing it with two other championships with their new right. Genettas. Yeah. And the GT4 Genetta could also be used in the GT4 class of the British GT season. So they're sort of yeah. saying that, oh, well, we're going to have more entries in that GT4 class. So basically, you compete in the British GT, GT4 class mm-hmm. in a Genetta. And I also think, yeah, so that that's another factor that that championship is changing. The Genetta GT Championship. Um, but the other element is SRO is probably going to be free live streams on the internet. Mm-hmm. So Bridge GT is owned by SRO. Um, I think it technically stands for just SRO, but it used to stand for Stefan Mattel organization, maybe. <laughs> and that, they have a YouTube channel like GT World Challenge with X number of subscribers. They also have some esports on there. They have the GT World Challenge Europe and America and Asia GT3 Championships live on there. Mm. And my guess is maybe Janetta Juniors is just live streamed on YouTube. So they have yeah. far fewer viewers than ITV4, but then it's more accessible. Yeah. Like globally. Like they're yeah. talking here as well in the press release. Like Also, this opens uh, ladders of opportunities to Europe and USA through the SRO presence because they've already got championships there. So in mm. theory, you could do British GT4 in a Ginetta, then go to some other championship within the SRO group thing. So I, yeah. I think it's just all angled about what does a peer driver want to do? It's not necessarily about oh, the number of viewers to get yeah. sponsors. It's Let's cater it towards the affluent driver. Could be wrong there. Oh, I can see where you're coming from with that. It's just going to be the same... That the uh, the juniors aren't going to be there. Yeah, anymore, the juniors. That's one the of the blood. highlights of the the races for me. Mm. Yeah, big time. Compared to Cleo's. Yeah. I'm sure, somebody's got a line about somewhere. Oh yeah. Race three, reverse grid. Aidan Moffat stops on the formation lap, so we're having a poorly start. You think he has a drive shaft issue? Ah. Then we get the actual start. And Josh Cook uh, from pole tries to cover off from Camish and puts Camish in the pit wall. Then he weaves across the track and almost, I think, wipes out Adam Morgan. That was sketchy. Desperate. That's that's one word for it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was poor for Josh. That was mm-hmm. that could have been so so bad. The way it kicked reacts and comes back across the track as well that could have been inside of Morgan and as a pile up yeah it's awful so it's, it's really dirty and really um, below the level expected for Cook which we all know is a great driver maybe he's been frustrated that his championships unraveled yeah and he was trying to get that win but that is not how you do it because luckily Kamish backs out of it yeah that's the only reason there's not a multiple car pile up there Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that if, if Kamish doesn't back out of it, it's Cook that's going in the wall first as well, isn't it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for me, Collard overtaking off the track deliberately, uh, Sutton moving too late on the straight, and Cook pulling off one of the worst moves I've seen in a long time on the start line. So that's uh, one terrible incident per race there. Now, luckily, none of none of them resulted in like a big injury or anything, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I was a steward, they'd be getting the book. It's probably yeah. why I'm not a steward, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect, Cook. Um, 
I suppose a bit of karma. A couple of corners later, when Aaron Morgan then hits the back, I'm going into Beckett's and shoves him out wide, and I think drops about six positions. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, again, I thought it was poor from Morgan, but it was. Uh, but it was yeah, a, it was a lockup. Of... It wasn't like a deliberate move. Oh yeah. No, no. But it was a a bit of karma, I suppose, for Josh, because uh, Camish had dropped back at that point, mm. coming out of cops. I think he had dropped down to six or seven for something. Yeah, he lost a lot so, of momentum from the start, didn't he? Yeah, they were speculating yeah. over damage, but I think it was just, yeah, he had to back out at the start, mm-hmm. which is crucial. Yeah. Yeah, that, that completely screwed his race. It's, there's been weekends like that for Camish, but it's like been almost he's been in a great position and someone just happens and that's it, gone. Yeah. It's, like, it's not like he's been miles off the pace this year. It's just he's never had a weekend or a race that's really clicked. Mm hmm. Which is a shame. So, Shedden then uh, gets sandwiched between Hill and Morgan going into Brooklyn's and has a big, massive slide, managed to catch it. Hill drops a bunch of positions because of this. Lucky that Hill wasn't spun there. Now, I, I thought that Morgan tapped Shedden. Only very yeah. slightly, but I think that's what started that. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. But Shedden yeah. slams the, the side of the BMW rear wheel drive mm. for Hill, and I thought, Whoa. but no, well yeah. held. <laughs> So at this point, and once everyone's bashed each other up, Ingram leads from Sutton from Butcher, the top three, and then we see Nick, not Nick, Rick Parfit gets a hit from behind for Nick Powell, which then wipes out Jade Edwards as well. Ah. So her, her and Powell spin. Mm-hmm. So that what happens um, though, is it? Well, that's what it looks like it happens, what the commentators say, but on you go. Oh, well, um, Parfit moves in the braking zone, so I think that pushes Powell onto the grass that spins him around. If you watch the onboard shot, which is from Parfit, you can't see Powell, but he's, yeah. he's at the left you track and then he's in the middle of the track before the apex of the corner. So I think he didn't see him behind him. And as a result, I think hasn't Parfit been reprimanded for that? Yeah, he got a reprimand and his licence endorsed with two penalty points. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. It was after this he got interviewed uh, during the race. Ah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm. It didn't start singing. That's good. Yeah, I was letting Parfit off with this one, and you guys just jumped on him. Nah, nah. (laughs) From the angle, it's very easy to think. Ah, well, but but if you look, Powell's arrived backwards, and you start to think, why? Yeah. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Uh, Poor Rick. No, not poor Rick. Come on, come on, come on. We're going to be sympathetic to him this weekend, and uh, he doesn't deserve it. So, uh, Adam Morgan then runs wide and drops about seven places at one point. He's, uh, I think he runs away at Cops and then just loses a, a yeah. bunch. Yeah. Then Dan Camish goes for a move on Cook and gets up the inside of Brooklands, mm-hmm. which was nice. We then get a safety car. This is Ash Hand and Ricky Cord are in the gravel. You think you Ash Hand's going to shout at Collard, but it's not quite what's happening. No, no, no. Uh, you guys seem to have figured out what happened there, so on you go. Well, oh, yes, Tom. <laughs> it was a really confusing incident. Do you not think, even with the replay on the, on the thing? You're oh thinking, yeah, totally. Well, how is Colin Turkington sideways and catching it? Why is Morgan around, and how have those two crashed into each other off the track? Bizarre. It takes multiple rewatches, and you have to watch each time you rewatch it. You have to watch each car that's involved, and then it starts to make a lot of sense. So, Jason Plato has caused uh, an incident here and got away with murder. <laughs> so, coming into Maggots, he drills the back of Jelly square on. And because the cars in front are close, it's relatively early stages in the race. Um, Jelly goes straight into the back of Morgan, who runs slightly wide, but in that process of trying to catch it, he also clips the back of Turkington. So, Turkington gets a wobble but carries on, loses momentum. Mm. Morgan's looped round. Uh, there are witness marks, and later on we see in the race of Jason Plato where he's got a bit of BMW on the front of his car. And <laughs> when Morgan spun around, Collard sort of checks up to try and avoid it, but there's a Halford's car in the back of him, which I think is mm-hmm. Robom. Yeah. Which spears Collard to the left and into hand, and then they crash off into the track. Mm. I, don't, I don't think Robom's to blame at all because he probably can't see Morgan at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's a chain of events. No one's been reprimanded for it. But, but ultimately, it's because Plato caused it from four cars back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is clever. Yeah, yeah. 
And until you pointed out, Plato, as well, I, I thought yes. Turkington just got a wobble on his own and his rea- yeah. everyone was reacting to that. But when you said it, and I watched it back, it yes. was definitely Plato who initiated To everyone listening who didn't think Plato was involved, watch it back two or three times again mm-hmm. and you need to watch for the black Honda Civic at the back of the pack. Yeah, because your eye is not there to start with. That's it's not. why I didn't notice it. I was looking yeah, at yeah, what's yeah. happening, where it's going off, but yeah. Stone Cold Murder. So, so, so it's all Jason Poyle's fault. Yep. Yep, the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that brings out the safety car. Um, we get going, and then Nick Hamilton stops on track for another safety car. How many times have a car's broken down this weekend? Yeah, it's quite a few, wasn't it? Ashan before the race, Gamble in qualifying, Hamilton here. Um, Moffat. Moffat, mm. pre-race. Uh, oh, there was another one as well. Yeah, Gamble? interesting. Did you say Gamble? Oh, I might have done. I might have not have done. But Gamble. Yeah. So maybe it's the end of the season. And all the parts are getting worn out. Quite possibly. Hmm. Oh, we know. But yeah. uh, accelerate and. Oh yes. Um, car store power backs racing, and sorry, it's Bristol Street Motors with accelerate tradepasscars.com. Yep. They both had points was reduced uh, in a team standings. And independent team standings because of using too many engines in the season. Yeah, which in itself was quite interesting because one got more points than the other, and I didn't see. Anything. Yes. So Power Max got twenty and Accelerate got thirty. I wonder if Accelerate had to use two engines over the weekend. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, because the the release on there just says changed an engine, but it may well be that they changed two. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Bit of a shame to have yeah. that rule in terms of. I suppose the rule's there to try and cut costs so that you to prevent to make sure you look after the engines. But if you're renting the Toker engine, uh, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. which Power Max racing is, it's a bit weird. Mm. There's a better system than what F1 does. True. So. Oh yeah, we don't want the grid drops. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So th- I'd probably go with that over. Oh yeah, else, yeah, yeah. But as. It's a bit of a shame. It's just complicated by the fact that you, you rent the engine from M Sport and the organisers, mm. and it might let you down. Mm. Yeah, just as Josh Cook this year. Mm. <laughs> as, well, as you say, uh, that's the excuses are starting to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the end of the race, Hill put on some nice moves to get himself up to fourth. Ooh. Mm. Oh, did Camish <clears throat> let him through? Why would Camish let him through? Well, Ash Sutton's dad seemed to think he did. Did you see that <laughs> shot? No. 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 Right, I, I mean, so Hill's got a good move on uh, Camish. It's coming down the Wellington Strait. Yeah. If you rewatch it, part of me thinks Camish could have fought it but didn't. I think the move's is kind of ahead, but Camish still has the inside line, so he could have outbraked him a bit, but doesn't. And it cuts to Sutton's dad, and I swear he says, He's let him through! <laughs> and then someone tries to say well, off camera maybe no he didn't or something. and then so dad goes no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time in British touring car history the, the shot to the pit garage was worthwhile yeah <laughs> well, we got to see Mark Blondell earlier oh yeah we did yeah true was that not worth it no he <laughs> wouldn't do anything <laughs> yeah, true true I only want uh, to see it when I'll... people are remonstrating yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a scrap at the back of the garages you can cut then. Oh, when you cut to uh, Matt Neal's dad, Steve Neal, saying, "Well, the marshal's too far. He couldn't put the fire out." That was a classic one. That was at some point. <laughs> <as well>. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So I really liked uh, Hill's move on Cook. It was an R switchback. Yeah, but, uh, that was nice. Field, that was a nice one. And then Chilton Shedden have a an entire lap long scrap over seventh. Mm. And uh, I think going into Brooklyn's, Charlton shoves Shedden a bit out wide yeah. and then manages to hold the position. Mm-hmm. Got his elbows out, is what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, which Charlton hasn't done for a while. So Exactly, yeah. I do think he's been much quicker the second half of the season. He's not, the results have not quite gone his way. But I'm going to predict that he gonna, he's going to win a race at the next round. Maybe via reverse grid. How about that? You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> The silence was deafening. Mm. <laughs> so, 
That's it for race 3. We're now going to the final three races at Brands Hatch on the 9th of October. Ash Sutton leads the championship, somehow. Yeah, he's yeah that's races, confusing. But he's at, <laughs> at the top. <laughs> so he's on 3 4 5. Jake Hill's 5 points behind. And Ingram's 7 points off the lead. Turkington is now 27. 27 it's over. Off the lead. See you, bye. He uh, needs an amazing race 1 with everyone else on the roof. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is but not going to happen. Oh, unless Ashton tries to move across on someone. <laughs> yeah. I have said as well that if there's rain, it won't favour the uh, BMWs either. It is traditional that it rains. Uh, yes, as we both know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, f- the final race, I think, starts at quarter past five, so it will be dark again at the end. Oh. Yeah. Uh, nice glowing exhaust and brake discs. Mm. Yeah. Well, as Plato's not involved in the title fight, we won't be seeing people putting their indicators on and moving out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very that's, true. That's, yeah. that's still my favourite way. <laughs> you see Andy Jordan suddenly veered left yeah. with his indicators on. <laughs> on you go, Gordon! Get past me! <laughs> so, it all came yeah. back to bite him that weekend. It did. Uh, yeah. Do you think we should see, like after this, say hypothetically, that after the first race... Turkins is not really in it. Does he help Hill? Um, oh, he should really. He would, but yeah. And I think he's, he would too, yeah. But earlier in the season, Hill was definitely having to go at him. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think he would as well, though. He's classy. Didn't one of them help the other a race yeah, or two ago? There I can't was remember something. which way round it was. Yeah. I think Turkington let Hill go at a couple yeah. of races. I think it was at Knock Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And then at Snetterton, Pro- didn't Hill play it safe when he could have done? Yeah. When Ingram was around as well, right? Hmm. So who are you picking out the three, maybe four? Well, I, I had Sutton, I, I believe. Tom might be able to correct me on this as my pre-season prediction. Uh, yeah, sure. I think... As Tom I, rapidly tries to find the spreadsheet. I, I either picked Sutton or Turkington, and I can't actually remember which one I picked. I think I picked Ingram. I can't remember. I know I didn't pick Shedden this year. (laughs) Yeah, true. Me neither. I I, I think Ingram for this somehow. I would pick Sutton for the team, basically, because Sutton's got Camish at his back. And so we're not sure about Hill and Ingram. Um, Sorry, Hill and Turkington. And Ingram has three teammates, none of which seem to be anywhere close to him at the moment. Mm, yeah, isn't it weird how Lloyd's nowhere now he's got sponsorship? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy. No, well, that's harsh, that's harsh. To be fair, that car <laughs> is probably not straight. That's probably the point, yeah. Hmm. It is. So, surprised, who do you think... I'm surprised. After you. And no, and you go. No, you have to. No, no, I was just going to say, I was surprised to see that Napa Racing were actually in the, the team's championship. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well... Yeah, because Camish is this up and down thing. So you sort of think they might have lost the points, but this is Sutton's most consistent year, arguably. I think. Hmm. So, who do you think you had, Nick, to win the title? Well, I originally thought Sutton, but now I'm thinking I picked Turkington. You picked Turkington. Damn it, uh, Colin. Who do you think you had? I think I had Ingram. You did, and I think you've got a good shout there. I had Camish, so that's not gone well. <laughs> <laughs> I ah, yeah. oh, do you know what? Sutton's really fought for this and it's yeah. a weird year where he's clear, I don't think he's been the quickest but when he's been especially at the start of the year when they've been getting used to the car he's dragged out a result part of me would love to see Sutton win it again in mm. not the rear wheel drive Infinity and not the rear wheel drive Subaru and but, in a car that has been on the grid two or three seasons already just to say, just to say right there's literally now no reason to criticise yeah. my driving but he, if he wins it he would have won it in a different style as well He's not dominated, 100%. he's won it in the Turkington fashion. Correct, yeah, because with the Infinity and the, and when he won it in the Subaru, not a lot of the Subaru when it was severely um, handicapped, it it was like, all right, well, he's he's won race one, he's won race two, and then he just needs to finish yeah. the 10th for third, in the third race. But this year, it's trying, doggedly getting the fifth and the sixth and another fifth. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the one weekend where I think he finished like fifth, sixth, fifth, something? Yeah, but he's bagging points. Um, so I think Turkington's out. I would like to see Sutton win it, 
even though some of his driving has been a bit desperate this year. Mm. But part of me thinks a good Alan Gow headline would be Hill or Ingram to get a new champion. Because he'll yeah. like it when next year, if there's going to be three champions on the grid, four champions, because if you had Shedden, Turkington, and Sutton at the minute, that's three former champions, isn't it? On Plato, yeah. four. So you need to if, get another one to there. remain at four. Yeah. Well, McNeil will come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, they might all come back for this rumoured, supposed uh, endurance race with two drivers, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. I think Ingram probably deserves it, not on this this season. I mean, in how often he's been yeah. in championship contention and has just fallen away at the end. I'd be happy that Ingram wins it. But mm. but Hill, just this is the first year where... Yeah. I mean, I think we might have said, or it might have been me that said, oh, you know, it could be good, but he's got to get used to that car. Yeah. And he was on it from race one, so... Mm, totally. It finally gets the, the competitive car and he's on it. Clearly the focus is competitive, though, from last year, because... Mm-hmm. Sutton's now winning it, but I think they've done a lot of changes to it in the meantime. Yeah. And they've got rid of Andy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. Well, that was holding yeah. back the development each round, was it? <laughs> probably, yeah, because they can't, couldn't put any money in development. That was all the repairs. Oh, part of no. me still misses Andy Dean, though. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Now, the most important competition this year though is the Wingfoot Award oh I've closed the tab I don't even know what the <laughs> <laughs> now this is the first thing I've looked at this table and Colin Turtle has not been at the top oh yeah Colin's ja- yeah. Jake Hill's now at the top I was wow. going to say Jake Hill was last time I looked well, well go, uh, go Jake Hill and it looks like Bobby Thompson's going to win the, uh, the Jack Sears trophy oh good who I don't remember ever seeing this year, to be honest. He got not... one podium. He got a podium overall, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's not... Uh... It's just 15th all the time. Yeah, he's been consistently <laughs> mid-table. Yeah. We've not really seen, like, as I think we said before last year, you had the cars at the back that were always banging yeah. at each other and uh-huh. you would always cut them back. But now you don't really get that. We've not really seen that much this no. year. Apart from this weekend where everyone just went daft. But yeah. Eight days... So the, the finale, so that'll be a good one. Yep. Can't wait. Are you guys going? Stand in the rain? No, uh, sorry. I'd love to, but no. No. If I had the money, I'd go this, yeah. this time, but there we go. A good one to see. At least Josh Cook might win the independence. Sorry, well, won't win the independence this year. Oh, okay, that's the title so, for the sponsors. So he's got, yeah, yeah. needs something. So, so he's got that, at least. So we'll be back with Brands Hatch in a week and a bit's time. To find out that uh, Ash Sutton's just won it. That's the same with us. Let's see, let's see. But yes, we'll be back then. So thanks, you guys, for your time, and we'll see you then. Yeah, Love it. Have Thank a good you. One.